Back at it again for another episode of Birdies Not BS. For the first time in a long time, both Woodses. Can I say Woodses? I guess both Woods back in action. Cheyenne and Tiger. Tiger in the match. Cheyenne playing locally at a Cactus Tour event. She and I caught up about her golf. And we talk a little bit about, you know, Tiger, Peyton, and whoever else. Oh, yeah, Phil and Tom getting it mixed up. A little match with the goats. So, Cheyenne, back at the course. How was it to play some G back in between the ropes when it mattered? It was very strange. <laughs> this was Come on, my man. Uh, strange. I got to hear this. So, this was my first tournament since first week of March. And, you know, first tournament during quarantine and all that. And I have to say, it was really weird, mainly just because I actually had to put my ball out. <laughs> 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 yeah, I can imagine. It, it ain't good today, damn it. Yeah, I've been playing a few too many rounds of golf with uh, people who are generous and let me pick my ball up inside of two feet. So <laughs> I definitely had to adjust to that. What about the pin? Did you leave the pin in on those two foot? Like, was, like, I don't know, I man. Actually you can leave really it in, but did you take it. the pin out now? I, I don't know if I'll go back to having the pin out, you know, once we actually... That's odd. Yeah, yeah. So the pin is required to... To stay in, and they left the pin. I think we in talked about this for before, the but and we have the noodles, yeah. Pins and noodles, tournament golf, money on the line, people playing for their livelihood. Yeah, noodles, pins, everything. That seems very unique. All right, yes. so you get out there. How was the preparation? Did you, did you feel prepared, or was it kind of like one of these tournaments where it's like, let me go test my equipment and see where I'm, I'm at as I get ready to go? So, what was your outlook like going into to this event? So for me, you know, I've been practicing, I've been playing money games, you know, here and there with some guys. And this was a week where I just wanted to see where I was at. You know, tournament golf is very different than playing around with your friends or even playing a match with, you know, for some money. Um, it's different. And so for me, I just wanted to get back into that tournament mode, that feel. Feel you your know. feels is what I say. You got to yeah. feel them feels. Yeah. And how were your feels? Were you off? Were you on? Like how... I don't even know. I can't, couldn't imagine playing right now. I know. I mean, I don't know if it was my feels were off or just, you know, where we're playing, it's a little bit higher elevation. It's hot out here. And I'm just flying the ball a lot further than normal. Or maybe, you know, I just, all my workouts are kicking in. that gym it. live, getting, you listen to, <laughs> hey, you listen to episode with Kobe. That's what it was. Yeah. You know, my quarantine <laughs> workouts are kicking in. And so, you know, definitely adjusting. And I think too, that goes into getting back into tournament mode, you do have a little bit of adrenaline. You do. I I naturally hit the ball a little bit further when I'm in a tournament than just a day-to-day -day round. So, you know, being able to get back used to that and just, again, just being in that competition mode, which is what we love and for me, why I play the game. So it's definitely exciting. So what'd you learn today or in the past couple of days, given your tournament round? I mean, I, I hate to interview you, but I'm so intrigued by like, <laughs> You know, I'm sitting here like wanting to play and I'm looking at you out competing. I'm watching the scores online and I'm like, I want to be like her right now. But like, <laughs> what'd you learn today? Like about, you know, yourself or, or just COVID, I guess. I don't know if I really learned anything, but I think it definitely just reinforced, again, just, you know, the love of competition and the fact that, you know, you do some... seem on a higher level right now. Like, I you do. Seem like, yeah, I'm on, <laughs> like. Yeah, no, it feels good. It definitely feels good. And, and I think too, it also reinforces, like you said, the feels of, 
yes, playing every day or practicing every day is different than competition where you only have one shot and you have to have that feel. You have to be able to ex execute it at that time. Um, I can't just, you know, have my buddy throw it back to me and let throw me try back, it one more hit time. The chip. Let me go ahead and rehit so, this chip. Yeah, you know, just reinforcing the the fact that you have to execute, which we all know. But, you know, when I've had two and a half months off. <laughs> um, in the middle of the season, In the quotes. middle of the season. Um, you know, it's just nice to ease back into all of that. So, I don't know. You feel any like pressure, know, though? Because I feel like you, you had your first tournament back. You're a, you're a, you're a Troon athlete. You're at Troon North, the flagship course for Troon. Like, I'm sure there might have felt like there were extra eyes on you this week. How did you manage that? I loved it. You know, I'm, we're playing at True North, which I've played quite a bit. And being a, a True ambassador, it's nice to be able to compete at one of our courses. So, you know, it's nice to be able to represent. And obviously, I want to play my best. I do have some some ground to make up tomorrow. So hopefully, I can work my way up that leaderboard. But, you know, not necessarily pressure. Because, again, going into the week, I have my own expectations of what my goals are, of really just seeing where my game is at seeing what I need to work on and using this kind of as like, a, I don't know, I guess just a stepping stone of getting back into the right direction and, and really starting to peak at the right time of, you know, when we do start back in July. And I, I just want to be able to be able to build my game up for that. See, I feel like that's a, that's a, that's a hard thing to do for people that want to compete and play golf at a high level is learning how to trend so you can peak. So when we do talk about, you know, working toward a goal, working to get ready for an event on XYZ date, where, where do you fall right now in that preparation? What, what, do you, what have you seen in two days of tournament prep? And yes, folks, you will hear this episode once this tournament has concluded. Mm -hmm. um, but what are, you, what are you trying to work uh, toward and what did you see that you kind of like want to keep an eye on? I think, again, just really dialing in my distances. When I'm in season, I'm on the track, man, every practice session, every warm-up, and I know exactly how far my ball's flying, how much it's rolling out day-to-day, -day, um, how the conditions are going to affect. I really am able to get my distances dialed in, and that makes a huge difference when you're so out there bougie. competing. Because so bougie. <laughs> track man. Yeah, I said, I said track man. <laughs> oh, snap. Every day. <laughs> Every day. Um, but that was a huge, huge, I think, benefit for me having that and just being able to use it every day. Whereas now, I, honestly, I've been working on a few things in my swing to where I'm focusing more so on contact. I'm focusing on moves and I'm going to get my distances dialed in once I get that consistency. So coming out here and playing the last two days, I was a little rusty in terms of what my carries are. Uh, so going forward, that's something that will be the next step of dialing back in and getting ready for the next time that I compete. How do you trend or how do you peak or what do you do to get ready to maximize your potential at a specific date and time? Uh, you know, in the last two months or so of us not knowing when we were going to play, I use that time to kind of figure out what I wanted to work on in my swing, you know, get a different move down or improve on what I've been doing. So that's what I've been doing and not really trying to necessarily score, but really more of the mechanics. Um, obviously equipment, I, uh, it's been hard during all of this. A lot of equipment companies aren't too involved with building clubs and sending stuff out. Um, luckily Callaway had stocked me up on some equipment that I had ready to go. So that Did was Did you switch good. anything? Have you switched anything or are you still kind of holding true during, to what you like? I haven't switched anything since quarantine. So what I started, I, new driver, I guess. I switched out the ping for the Maverick. Um, but that's it. You know, what I started the season with is basically what I still have. Um, so I'm really Ball happy with that. 
Ball um, the same too, right? Because I, th- I know your ball provider launched a new ball, so yeah. I don't know if you went ahead and put that in the bag or trying to get used to those things. Because, you know, for the folks listening, these are what tour players and deal with week in week out you know equipment companies putting out new product ball companies changing carry numbers changing elevation changes trying to get ready to go at certain times i mean these are this is like the game behind the game right you know right like trying yeah. to learn how to do it right and a lot of times when we do have this you know quote unquote time off it's not always necessarily time off because these are the times when you are making those changes you are testing golf balls clubs um, trying a new move, maybe working in the gym on something. So you are always building and trying to add something to your game. So, you know, I've had some time off, but at the same time, I've been working with my coach a lot. I did switch a new ball, you know, Bridgestone. And so, you know, just playing with that and seeing how that, you know, is working. So, you know, just minor changes. Because I think a lot of our listeners too need to understand that, you know, equipment changes change spin rates, you know, ball changes change spin rates in the different launch windows, etc. So when you're changing these things, you you might hit balls out of different windows or with more spin or less spin. Are you are you seeing anything like that with the new ball? For me, I just feel like I have a lot more control with it with my shorter irons and around the greens. I like how it's coming into the green. I can control it spin-wise and know what to expect as it's rolling out, you know, just chips and stuff. But longer irons and driver, I feel like it's been reacting about the same, uh, which mm. I'm happy with. So, um, yeah, miss, yeah, I don't miss a fairway. Sorry. It's annoying. I mean... <laughs> I love seeing pictures of you in the rough. It makes me, like, think, you know, there actually is a God because you don't miss fairways when we play. I like when amateurs hit bad shots and they do it in front of a national audience, much like we saw at the match this weekend, because that yes. was funny as hell. Watching Tom <laughs> Brady absolutely struggle for four hours, well, two and a half, three hours on TV was well, legendary. One of the best athletes in the world, literally hitting, I mean, can't get it off the off the tee box. I saw him shake a chip. Yeah. But you know what I appreciated about Tom Brady was his overall attitude. You know, I, I feel like I can play with a golfer like that. If we're out and you're not having the best round that you ever thought about, but you're actually, you know, you're not cussing. He wasn't throwing clubs. He was still engaging, talking trash. I can play with that golfer. A hundred percent. And if he was out there throwing stuff and cussing and, and, and doing this, that, and the third, I I hate that individual, female, yeah. female. Like, I hate that. <laughs> it's, it's a drain on it's the round. It's not fun. You watched the match. What was your take on it? No, I, I honestly loved it. I mean, you're I, not biased or anything. <laughs> I didn't know what to expect because, you know, we've seen matches in the past and it's live TV. It's a different format. You don't know how personalities are going to mesh. Uh, but for me, I just found like it was a perfect balance of uh, personalities, good golf, bad golf, unexpected weather. I thought the commentators were great. I love Charles Barkley, no matter what he's doing. Barkley and, yeah. go- Barkley and golf was interesting. <laughs> I need him like full time on the golf channel or NBC. You know, it's funny. I, I, I'm really starting to see uh, Amanda Balionis kind of grow into like the go to person for for the broadcast. And I really enjoy how she presents the information. I'm more impressed with just or, uh, with Justin Thomas than anybody on the, on the t- telecast. I think he did a great job for his first time. The good the good news was, you know, he was he was able to talk a little more smack because he knows all the players involved. And I think that's kind of what golf needs. Golf needs uh, a you and I to be out there talking shit and presenting information from a no B 
BS standpoint. No, I agree. I think it adds so much more personality to the broadcast, whereas golf sometimes comes off as a little bit, you know, one dimensional. You're talking about the same thing. You're analyzing a shot and no one's talking shit. And that's what right. I mean, majority of the time, that's what's happening on the golf course. Right. People are talking right. shit. So you should be able to you, you should be able to have that reflected in the broadcast. I feel like Tiger let me down a little bit. I'm gonna tell you why. I feel Tiger let me down because had he won the first match with Phil, I feel like he would have been way more fun. I feel like he was super serious. Like he does not want to lose to Phil again in this second mm-hmm. match. No, I could see that. I def- Especially towards the end, I could see him maybe grinding a little bit, trying to, you know, keep their lead and just close it out. Um, that's the Tiger we know and love though, right? Yeah, and it's, it's selfish of me to even say, right? Because he's, he's, they're competing. You know, right. They're competing for, for, for dollars for charity. And anytime you're dealing with, with the GOAT in any sport, Jordan, Tiger, Brady, these guys want to win. They don't, they don't. Yeah, 100%. I, 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 feel, I, I feel like um, I wanted to be entertained. Yeah. I wanted to be entertained by the shit talking and the banter and the, and the shots and the side bets and, and, you know, those types of things. We had DraftKings as a sponsor and all these different, like, I thought there was going to be some side action and in, in this, that, and the third. So I, I think I might be a little greedy in, in, in wanting that entertainment, but mm-hmm. I think it raises a good question. Like there could, there should be some shit talking entertainment from the golf vantage point. I know Phil be good at it. No, Phil definitely has a uh, an interesting personality to showcase in you know an event like that, or even we all see him on Instagram, his little video clips and his chipping Oof. tips and fireside he def- chats is fireside chats with phil no he has a great personality and it was nice to see that you know mixing with tom and peyton and even tiger you know had a chuckle in there too but um i love this stuff for golf because you are able to see that side of golfers like Mm -hmm. you said before they're not always mic'd up you're not always having a camera in their golf cart to actually see what they're doing you know and to hear the conversations of how they're going to hit this shot or what shit they're going to talk i love being able to see that side of a golfer because you get to hear it in basketball sometimes you know you can hear it from the mics and you You see see it it. they're visual they're they're football yeah i think malvin said that in our episode with steven you know the fact that golfers are more silhouettes and they fit these molds where they they're just the golf and it's almost distractive to be a big personality in golf you know because you want to stay centered and focused and and to yourself but to be flamboyant that's 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 not normal for golfers but i think it's not the I think, norm i at think all. some of those types of uh you know tactics could really go far in the game of golf because I watched the match and I wanted more. I wanted more from the match. And I feel like there's other people like me that that see the entertainment value. And hopefully that's a, a, a niche that can be filled. No, I agree. And, you know, from the outside looking in, maybe it's not the norm. But I know playing LPGA, there are so many personalities on tour that you just don't ever get to tap into. But, you know, when you're behind the scenes, you're inside the ropes, you're in player dining, you're playing practice rounds, you see the personalities. And so I think that this kind of opened the door to maybe being able to give us an idea of how to showcase those golf personalities better so that we don't seem so much like silhouettes, like you said, and people are able to get a better inside look of who these golfers are and that they are funny, entertaining, maybe assholes. Right. All the but above. We want to know. I want to know. Yeah. I want to know. Cause I want to, I want to cheer for the people that I feel, you know, vibe with me or I vibe with or resonate with, you know, cause Brooks Kepka's a funny guy. He's a cool cat. But when you see him in the post round interview, you see him between the ropes. He's very stoic. He's very focused. He's very like, 
yeah boring ass dude right and then you see him on ig and he's cool and it's like wait a minute right. that, don't, that don't match right. you know i, I feel disconnect. like that happens with golfers yeah. like people you get in the ropes and you get that stoic you know that i just took a adderall attitude where you know it's like you're very very focused on what you're trying to accomplish and yes you know, I, it gets on my nerves sometimes but again when you're trying to go mm -hmm. low it's hard to ride the um, wave of emotions up and down and still produce a, produce True. a number at the end of the day cheyenne i'm thankful for the match i'm thankful for what it was able to display i did enjoy getting to see tiger woods how good did his golf swing look mm -hmm. um phil's got some work to do obviously to get ready <laughs> for the season and, and peyton and, and tom uh i'm looking forward to seeing tom down in tampa this season but um I really enjoyed uh, the broadcast. I enjoyed the personalities that it brought in inside the ropes and outside. And I hope we see more of that moving forward. No, I definitely agree. And I think, too, bigger picture, they raised $20 million for COVID relief. So I think that was pretty awesome to be able to have something entertaining in the golf world, get everybody excited about the game, and then also do something for a great cause. Now it's time to get technical. As always, we like to turn up the topic just a little bit and get into it just a touch. Got a question off of, uh, this came in via email, so shout out to Andrew Schultz for just shooting us this note. Andrew Schultz, uh, he asked, what golf games can be played on the course to make it fun with friends with or without betting? I, dude, I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I might not be the right person to ask for this, <laughs> this question too because when I'm playing golf, I'm trying to go low and I'm trying to take whomever's money is available to take right so and i don't really care and or know the, all the formats that are played you know the presses and all that kind of stuff i know what i do i say we're gonna play 18 holes 20 dollars low person is gonna take that 20 i don't know about you shy but we can talk a little bit about some of the other little games i play but i don't play a lot of games like you know yeah. money games i mean i don't either honestly i'm either playing stroke play match play you know you have some money on you know each nine and overall but I will say that I played a fun game this past weekend that I think people can do at home with a friend or a group. So, oh, please you share know. with me because okay. I, I don't know All what right. fun game. I think it new. was only fun because I won. But, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yes, winning is fun. That's for damn sure. Okay, so say you're playing. Say you and I are playing. Okay. You know, we play the first hole. I birdie. You par. So. I get to take one club out of your bag and you can't use it for the rest of the day. The so, whole day? The whole day. But like, say you say you win number two, you can either take a club out of my bag or take your club back. And I think, I think that's fun because you got to strategize. What's their game? What do they need most? Um, maybe I want to get my club back. And then it also forces you to be creative. If you don't have a certain club, you have to adjust and, you know, say you don't have any wedges. How am I going to chip already, the rest of the day? I'm yeah. already angry at this, at this I know, game. I know. I'm already mad. It's frustrating. Like, do you do the asshole thing in this game where you just take somebody's putter after you birdie the first? Because that's rude. I no, feel like the I putter's... Think, I think the putter's can't. off limits. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, all putter's right, then, off yeah, limits. I, all right, cool. You can take the drive. You can take everybody. All right. Yeah. That's, that's fair. So. That's, that sounds fun. I'm not even going to hate on that game. It's fine. Um, no, it's a good game. So, yeah, they can try that. You know, there's no money involved, which is No money and just a, just a, just a game. A game for, I think that's the second part of his question, so you answered that. I don't have many games. I, I don't really play golf for fun. I play golf more so to get my scratch my little competitive mm -hmm. uh, uh, side. So, you know, there's a couple games that we play. You know, we always play a little Nassau, a little 5-5-5, five, 10-10-20, five, five, whatever you, however you want to mix up the numbers. I like it 100-100-100. 
when you do want to play there, holla at me. Um, <laughs> but you know what's crazy? I like the game um, Nine Point. I really love Nine Point when you have three players. Okay. I like it because each hole is worth nine points. If all players par the hole, they all get three points. If one player makes birdie and two players don't, then the hole's like five points. The low portion gets uh, five, then the other two get two. Um, or you can mix it up however you want the, the denominations mm-hmm. to work out. But then after the round, um, however many points you tally up is how much the difference is how much somebody owe you. Okay. So if I go out and play and get make 36 points and you make 40 points, I'll use $7. Okay. That's not how the math works. That's <laughs> so not how the math works. Yeah, it's, I right. the, uh, it's, a little, <laughs> it's a little off, but I forgive you. you I don't know what just happened. I had a moment where I blacked out. Uh, but yeah, if I if you have if I have thirty six points and you have forty points, it's four dollars. Okay, four dollars. Uh, but it get but the thing about it is the game can get expensive, and that's what I like about it. You play five dollar uh, nine point, and it can get real, real. I like that. I like that. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Birdies Not BS. You know how to find us because if you don't, I don't even know how you don't know how to find us yet. Birdiesnotbs.com, uh, Birdies Not BS on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and uh, we're debating TikTok. I don't know. TikTok. I don't know about TikTok. I don't know. I, I feel old when I'm on TikTok, so I just need a tutorial for my 10-year-old nephew. All right, so that's the question to the listeners this week. Can somebody get Cheyenne a TikTok tutorial? We'll holler at y'all.